Hey there, folks. Welcome to Truth or Thousand Words with Us. Bear, of course, rage against the machine. I, I on the other hand, I'm Stephen Craig. I am the truth. <laughs> truth. I am the host and author of uh, Truth or Thousand Words or Less. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully, this in every Thursday. Uh, good to see. You. Good to have you here. Um, uh, very, very glad to be here myself. Uh, especially in a world that seems to be going crazy. But in any case, um, you know there are some weeks when I I go to write. I have no idea uh, when. Uh, I have no idea when sometimes the some, what will be controversial and what won't. I've said that many times before. Uh, this one, I, I I get that sense that maybe it will, and um, and I'm not so sure that it should be. Um, and uh, the reason I say that is this week. Uh, this week's column is about um, is about uh, the transgender swimmer uh, who. Uh, is competing for the University of Pennsylvania in the Ivy League, um, and uh, her name Leah Thomas. Uh, Leah Thomas uh, started off at the University of Pennsylvania as uh, going on a scholarship as a male swimmer, uh, and in 2019 came out as transgender. And I want to start, sort of pause right there and say. I hope all of us can agree that 100% uh, support uh, for who Leah Thomas is. Uh, Leah Thomas is a woman. Um, and uh, I, I talk about this in the column, but I, I, want, I want us to move beyond the point of quote-unquote tolerance. I think tolerance is a complete and utter, uh, it's just bullshit. Um, that that is that's not where we should be as a society of, of tolerating to tolerate I, I i tolerate mosquitoes during the summer that's that's where we need to be is embracing people for who they are and um and openly and not just accepting it get accepting too is another word of like wow i oh, i guess i'll accept you but that that's not uh, we need to move beyond that and and get to the point of really genuinely openly embracing um, people for whatever gender identity they come to. And um, and I again, I talk about this in the piece as well. Um, our gender identity, you know, there are various aspects of, um, of what, who we are as people. There's our, our physical body, there's our mind, and then there's our spirit. And our physical bodies are just one component and, and in many ways just a small component of really who we are. The the larger sense of who we are is is a is more defined by our mind and our spirit. And if somebody, if some human being um, looks inside their own mind and soul and finds it to be the different gender than they were at their biological birth or find themselves to be non-binary or anything else. Um, that, that part of it, we have to embrace as a society. And, and um, so I, I 100% support all trans rights, transgender rights. And, um, and so I, I wanted to start off the column there, but just because we, 
openly embrace their gender identity that is more founded upon their their mind and their spirit um that doesn't change the biological facts that came with their their bodies at birth and that's what this week's column is about it's about competition in sports and so much of the emphasis on this has been placed upon um so much of the emphasis has been placed upon the rights of the transgender individuals. And I, and I understand that and empathize with them. I really genuinely do. Um, I, I understand Leah Thomas's plight. I, I mean, I, I understand it. I empathize with it is what I really should say, because I don't understand it. I, I, I'm not transgender. I can't be physically within her mind and spirit, but <clears throat> What I can say is that I, I truly empathize. Uh, Leah Thomas deserves as much decency, respect, and understanding as every single other human individual out there. But so too do the swimmers that she competes against. And I think that that's getting lost in this whole discussion about whether or not transgender athletes should compete uh, in, this, in their sport as their new gender identity. Um, Leah Thomas is competing against his in 2019. Leah Thomas came out as being a transgender woman, or simply put, a woman, and um, and in so doing, uh, was allowed to compete uh, as a woman in uh, in the Ivy League and in NCAA athletics. And I understand. Um, the desire to support Leah. But I also want to support the women that Leah competes against. Leah has the body of a 22-year-old man. Um, it's, I believe, like six foot four tall. You look at Leah's shoulders. They, are the, they have the quintessential, <laughs> that quintessential swimmer's body where it's really triangular, broad shoulders. Um, Leah is destroying the competition um, in the Ivy League and in, in her own school. And, and um, 16 swimmers uh, of Leah's teammates have come out and, and written a letter anonymously because they're fear of the reprisal. Um, but they, they came out and said, hey, listen, we, we can't, we support Leah. We 100% uh, you know, embrace her gender identity. But we can't compete against somebody that was born with a man's body. And, and that part of it, I think, in our rush to support gender, um, transgender individuals, we've forgotten about the consequences on the other side for folks that are trying, that have also given their blood and sweat and tears into their athletic training only to have to end up competing against somebody who they can't compete with. In a recent, um, in a recent 1650 uh, meter relay, or 1650, uh, sorry, <laughs> 1650. I, I don't know swimming well. Don't, don't listen to me. I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to swimming. Um, but in a recent race, uh, 1650 meter race, uh, Leah beat the, the nearest competition by 38 seconds. <laughs> which I know doesn't sound a lot and you're in my world, but the world of swimming is ages. Like it's, it's a monumental gap. Um, these, these poor girls 
who have trained themselves to be athletic competitors have no chance um, against somebody uh, who is who is born with a body that um, that has advantages in that regard. Now, women certainly have physical and other advantages um, over men in different areas. Um, I talk about uh, in the article about how uh, women's lower bodies tend to be stronger than men's. They're, men's bodies aren't better than women's. They're just different. Um, that's biological fact. And, um, and there are certain things, certain biological facts that go along with that. And so, um, and so this isn't to say that uh, men's bodies are better than women's bodies. It's quite the opposite. Um, but they do have certain advantages uh, in certain areas. And one of them is upper body strength, which happens to be really crucial in swimming. Um, and so Leah, having been born with a man's body, even though Leah is a woman, um, gives her an unbelievable advantage uh, in the competition of, of swimming against female athletes. And with that in mind, I give you this week's uh, Truth in a Thousand Words or Less called The Biology of Sex. A title I got, by the way, from uh, quoted from the letter of the 16 teammates of Leah that uh, petitioned uh, both her school and the Ivy League uh, to keep Leah from uh, competing against them. Yes, folks, it's March, and you know what that means. March Madness. There's nothing better than filling out your bracket each year with a vague sense of unfounded optimism, only to watch the whole thing blow up in your face with each and every closely contested buzzer beater like the dynamite-filled birthday cake Jerry would give Tom each year. By the way, if you don't know Tom and Jerry, um, shame on you. But now imagine for a moment if we let your local middle school team into the tournament. Okay, for a few minutes that shit would be downright hilarious. As <laughs> as six foot ten men dunked mercilessly over hapless adolescents cowering in their shorts, just hoping that they don't wet themselves in front of their parents. <laughs> but soon we would recognize that this wasn't a fair competition whatsoever, and start to feel bad for the poor middle schoolers forced to compete against athletes that were taller and physically stronger due to their more advanced age. Suddenly, we would shut out at the college hoopsters that this wasn't fair and yell at them to take it easy on the younger kids, telling them to compete against someone their own size. Our hearts would go out to the middle schoolers who had no ability to compete against athletes who were simply bigger and stronger than them. And that's just the perspective we need to arrive at when it comes to addressing transgender athletes. Now, I want to start this column by first stressing that I support and embrace every single aspect of transgender identification. I intentionally use the word embrace here because this shouldn't be about mere tolerance. Tolerance is pure, unadulterated bullshit. We should openly embrace each and every human being for exactly who they are, and gender identification is a vital aspect of their being. Sure. Being, people are born with a particular body and corresponding genitals, but our gender identity is more than just our bodies. So much of our comprehension of our gender revolves around our mental, spiritual, and emotional understandings about who we are. I can see the physical aspects of someone's gender, but only they know who they are on the inside 
And so I will always respect and honor every individual's right to declare who they are and how they identify their gender. But even though we should all value their internal search for gender identity, that does not change the external bodies which they were given at birth. To suggest otherwise is a refutation of science and biological fact. Yes, I know there are exceptions to the rule. Of course there are. And there are also middle school kids that are both taller and stronger than me. Uh, okay, given my height and weight, that might not be so much of an example, but you get my point. Just as teenagers tend to get taller and stronger as they go through adolescence, so too do men have a tendency to be bigger and stronger than women. On average, men are 5 inches or 7% taller than women. The average American male outweighs women by nearly 30 pounds. And studies suggest that the skeletal muscle mass index is 36% higher for men than women, with men generally having a clear advantage in upper body strength and women tending to demonstrate more strength in their lower bodies. This is not political or social narrative, folks. This is in no way a denial of who someone identifies as or who they are at their core. It is simple biological fact. This is the whole reason for having men's and women's sports teams in the first place, a point I will revisit at the end of this piece. As a society, we have long understood that the physical advantages men have in some areas can lead to greater capacity for sports that favor size and upper body strength. This is not true for all athletic competitions, and there are many sports, rock climbing and skiing for example, that favor women's body types. But in many sports, such as basketball or swimming, men have a clear competitive advantage over women, and their head-to-head -head competitions and results demonstrate just that. While broader social issues certainly factor into this, and Title IX has not done enough to level the playing field for women's athletics, we have always had a tacit understanding of this, and thus separated men's and women's sports. Now, hormone therapy for transgender individuals also plays a factor in all of this. But when it comes to the definition of body types, height, and body mass, most of that has already been set into motion for the individual long before medical science interjects itself into the process. By the time most transgender individuals begin hormone therapy, they are well into their adolescence and have developed a body they will have for a lifetime. In fact, a new study by the Department of Laboratory Medicine shows that transgender women do not lose any of their body mass index despite inhibited testosterone production. In other words, who they are emotionally and mentally may change. How they identify may change. What they want for themselves may change. But their bodies generally stay the same. Well, you know, for the most part. Which brings me, of course, to the recent case of transgender swimmer Leah Thomas. An all-state swimmer in high school in Texas, Thomas earned an athletic scholarship to compete as a man at the University of Pennsylvania. But then in 2019, Thomas came out as transgender and was allowed to compete in women's swimming competition. Thomas has smashed several pen records this season with one teammate finishing a full 38 seconds behind her. And that's where this whole thing gets messy. Of course we should all cheer Thomas's courageous decision to come out as transgender and fully embrace her identity as a woman. 
If Leah has searched inside of herself and finds herself to be a woman, all of us should openly support her decision. But Thomas's change of gender identity did not change the body she brought to her competitions, and letting her compete against women does not have implications merely for her. Think of all the women who have trained tirelessly with ambitions of their own, all to get to the pinnacle of their dreams and have them dashed by competing against someone who is given a physical advantage over them at birth. Yes, we should celebrate Leah Thomas's transformation, but not at the expense of other women whose stories are equally important. In a letter to the University of Pennsylvania in the Ivy League, 16 of Leah's teammates asked that she be barred from women's competition, saying that while they supported her gender identity, the biology of sex is a separate issue from someone's gender identity in sport. After all, if we are going to suggest that the body we are born with does not, as biological research tells us it does, impart certain physical attributes, why distinguish between men's and women's sports at all? If birth gender does not provide particular physical advantages to each men and women, why not just have men and women compete against each other directly in all sports? I do not ask this rhetorically. Like, seriously, if, we, if that is where we're at, and I, I, I'm open to that discussion, that, birth, that we totally disregard the idea that there are physical advantages uh, that are provided by our gender, uh, our birth gender, um, at that point then, we just sit there and say, why are we separating men and women's sports? Why not have them all compete equally? But I do think I know the answer to that question nonetheless. Because we want to ensure the competitive balance for women's sports to make sure that they do not have to feel like the middle school basketball team going up against college athletes. But if we allow transgender women who still retain many of the physical attributes of being born a man to compete in women's athletics, isn't that what we are inevitably doing? Depriving female athletes of the right to compete in a fair and balanced environment? In our understandable desire to protect and fight for the rights of one courageous soul, aren't we taking away the rights of many, many more? All right, folks. As always, send in your comments. Send in your thoughts. Uh, I am so appreciative for having you here. So appreciative even for those of you who uh, decide that, you know, you, uh, you disagree. Um, please uh, let me know your thoughts. I'm always open to those. Um, you know where to find me on, uh, you know, on, uh, yeah. you can find me at, uh, www.waitingfortoday.com on Facebook, on Instagram, the Insta, if you will, as all the kids are calling it these days. Um, you can also, uh, you can also email me at, uh, at, <laughs> at, uh, Craig Dodds at yahoo.com. Um, yeah. In any case, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, those are most of the places. You can also find they us on Medium. Um, super popular there. Um, but uh, more than anything else, thank you for tuning into this. Uh, thank you for, uh, as always, uh, listening, sharing with your friends. We'll be back next week with another, probably equally controversial, anger-inducing column for next week. But uh, until then, have a great Thursday. Have a great week. Peace out, y'all.
about it.